Welcome to Talking with the Animals, an exploration of animal communication. Join animal communicator, craniosacral therapist, and NES practitioner Caroline Pope as she discusses how to understand other species as they truly are, not just from the human perspective. That's right, Mecco. Discover how communicating with our four-legged friends can open up a whole new world for both of you. And now, your host and Australia's most recognized and well-known animal communicator, Caroline Pope. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking with the Animals, a podcast on all things animal communication. My apologies that this particular episode is late. I've been absolutely slammed. Uh, Thank you all very much. I was very pleasantly surprised at the amount of emails and messages in regards to topics for the podcast. The majority of them seemed this week to be examples of communication, what sort of things I get, how it's how it affects my life. So that's the topic I'm going with this week. Next week, look for how animals communicate pain. A big thank you to Ella on Facebook for that one. It's, uh, yes, very, very relevant for many animals. Now, probably one of the first communication sessions that ever stood out for me was with a dog I had at the time, Bundy, which I think I've mentioned on a previous podcast. When I had Bundy, I was just starting with um, communication. I could only get it through absent Reiki. And I was working on him at a vet clinic. And he said to me, as I was working through Reiki, why is it more people don't use energy? Is it that it question brings them to question their religious beliefs or are they afraid of it? And it really, well, at the time it completely discombobulated me and that was pretty much the end of the communication. We never really did follow up on that topic. Uh, but, yeah, it really made me stop and think of just how aware animals are of energy and how they use it. I know I've been shown by birds, for example, how they perceive the world And some of it's a little like thermal imaging, but a lot of it they see energy as much or more than we do 3D. So anyone that can see auras or you see that blur around the outline of someone sometimes, that's seeing energy. Imagine half your world being made up of energy and the other half being made up in the way we see it, and that's pretty much how they see things. One of the most common ones, um, and it was a cat, cat that said it to me, one of the most common problems I get with cats is the litter conversation. And look, I get no one wants to clean it out, etc., etc. Um, And of course, there's a million types of litters, types of containers. I'm not going to go into any of those because, of course, every animal is different. But one particular cat turned around and it just gave me an analogy that stayed with me forever. And he said to me, if you go into a public toilet and it hasn't been flushed, you'll go and use another. And was using that as an analogy for litter. So every time your feline friend goes, scoop out the wet or the poo, top up with dry as you need to. They are naturally very fussy, which is fair enough, 
and they like their toilet clean in the same way you like yours. Had a really interesting conversation the other day with a horse in America. Uh, one for you horse people to think about. He was, this particular horse had been in what they call in the States a hunter barn. He'd been a performance horse. And one of the things that a lot of performance barns do is trim the whiskers of the horse. It makes him look prettier. Now, the whiskers actually, in Germany and parts of Europe, this is now banned because the whiskers are actually used for foraging uh, to help the horse know what's weeds, what's edible, all that sort of stuff. And there's actually a whole section of the brain um, that correlates with the whiskers. Now, this horse actually described it. Friend of mine had Botox um, multiple times, and when they took a break, the doctor said to them, you don't need to worry for a while because essentially if you've been using it for a while, it disrupts and the muscle memory's forgotten. So for a while, you're not going to um, you know, do too much in the way, for example, of frowning because those muscles have essentially forgotten what they need to do. Now, this horse was telling me that because it had had its whiskers trimmed repeatedly over a period, I suspect from what the horse was saying, of a couple of years, it actually wasn't sure when it was grazing where its muzzle was in relation to the um, world around it. Spatial recognition, I guess you'd call it. Um, but yeah, also that it wasn't working properly since it had been trimmed multiple times. So just an interesting one, I thought, for animals to keep in mind. One of the most entertaining ones, I think, was um, one of my dogs many, many years ago. I think it was the early 2000s. I had Nasira. She was a greyhound bull, um, what was she, bulldog cross, I think, by memory. Bull Terrier, that's right. We used to call her Eurotank because she'd hip and shoulder like a Bull Terrier and legs like a Greyhound if you got slammed by Nasiri and knew about it. Back in those days, I had a fairly old computer that was on its way out. And um, let's just say I am the technological troll, as the bird calls me, and the computer and I didn't get on particularly well. And this morning, I'd left both the dogs out with a bone and I was in swearing at the computer. And I suddenly realized that Nasira was inside with me. And I was naturally worried because, I mean, yeah, she just never left her food. And, yeah, I was worried about her being ill. And I heard very clearly, no, don't worry, I'm not sick. It's just much more interesting to watch you swear and curse and work up at an inanimate plastic object on the desk than it is for me to eat my bone. And, yes, I laughed, but... I mean, a computer to a human obviously is fairly important. It gives you a realisation of the species difference. Every animal has their own species relevance, and although a computer is very relevant to a human, not so much to a dog. Um, one of the most entertaining to a point, but I've never been able to explain it, is with a friend's cockatoo. I'll just call him Cocky. He knows who he is. Um, he also says he's a demigod, by the way. Talks like a human. Now, I found out after the fact, on the Sunday, he'd um, the family had been eating you know, the Sunday roast, as most people do on a Sunday, and the bird had turned around and said, when you speak to the troll, because that's who I am, because of the bird, I'm the troll. 
and she tells you she's doing a passport, you'll know my spell is working. And of course, everyone just laughed and ignored him. Now, I'd known none of this. Monday morning, I'd gotten up and I'd never thought of getting a passport. But I was talking to a friend of mine that morning and there's um, a guy I call my father in the States and we were talking about him and I said, yeah, I want to go over and catch up with him. And she said, well, can't do that if you don't have a passport. You know, why put any barriers? If he gives you a call, you need to have a passport. Oh, yeah, fair enough. So after I hung up from her, started Googling, you know, what, how do you apply for a passport? This um, friend of mine sent saw I was online and sent me a message. What are you doing? And I just... Um, flicked a message back, oh, look, I'll call you in 10. I'm looking up pass, um, how to get a passport. Well, I can tell you how quickly speed dial ring goes. Um, the phone was ringing almost instantaneously. And she thought I was joking. And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. And she explained. So to this day, I have no concept of what Speller Bird did, but it worked because I had had no conversation with him nor any intention of getting a passport. I've got to say, I suspect too, rotten little bugger that he is sometimes, he has actually saved my life. Um, I was driving, it was very late, windy, raining, you know, usual, you shouldn't be driving at that time of night. I was going home after, I think it was about a 15 or 16 hour day, about to go up a hill um, near where I live, which was locally known as the Widowmaker, because the curves were very deceptive and quite a few people had come to grief. And just as I was about to go up the hill, I um, heard this, check your speed and drop it by 20. And I looked down and he was actually right. And I was almost home and I heard, um, and he absolutely screamed it at me, stop the car. And it's pure reflex when you get something yelling at you that loudly. It doesn't matter whether it's a bird or someone sitting in the next seat from me yelling, stop the car in that tone. You stop the car. Um, I found out ABS works quite nicely and uh, went about, couldn't see what he was on about. So I jumped out of the car, walked forward and literally just around the corner, there was a massive, massive tree had just come down. So... Yeah, if I worked out the speed and that, there's every chance if I'd ignored him and kept driving, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. And probably one of the ones I think that's affected me the most in the last couple of years was one of my own horses, Champ. Some of you would have known him. He was the thoroughbred I lost to C6, C7 malformation. Um, joke was on me. I'd absolutely adored this horse, doted on him. The day before um, he was due to be euthanized, he was said to me, look, this isn't fair. You should have a horse you could ride. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not exactly fair on you, mate, either. No, I mean it. You're going to get another horse. Champ, darling, I've spent every cent I have. I am borrowing to euthanize you. Yeah, not going to be another pony. Sorry, but, you know, I'll have to give up. No, I'm going to make sure of it. You are going to have the money. You're going to go up to the sales and get a horse. I will send you a sign that it is the right horse and you'll ride it for many, many years till you both basically die of old age. Yeah, 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 sure thing. You're full of it. Less than 72 hours after I lost Champ, two wonderfully generous clients had between them donated $700. So I went up to the sales the next week. Uh, the horse I thought I wanted, I found out later, which I was completely outbid on, um, 
actually had neurological problems, so that was a lucky miss. Uh, I got this little black standy mare, and the only reason I got her and not the bay that was the other one that I was looking to bid on was because she was um, a closer number and I wanted to go home. So completely blank papers, and then, so couldn't see anything. I was actually sent a different set of papers 12 hours later in which she was marked as deceased. Turns out she's dodged the knuckers not once but twice um, when I chased up about it, but it had a date of birth and I just looked at it and yeah, threw it in the corner and ignored it and caused the bird about a week or two later. You still haven't seen it, have you? Seen what? Look at the date of birth, idiot. So I went and digged out the paper and... Um, Sure enough, Arwen's date of birth is the same day as Champ's. So I'm taking that as the proverbial sign, and although it's been 16 months and we're not riding yet, she's well and truly heading in the right direction, and I suspect that uh, she will be the horse that I ride for many years into old age, and I certainly hope so. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Talking with the Animals. Please remember to like and subscribe if you like the podcast and always feel free to shoot me an email or a message or any of those things with any comments or suggestions you might have for another episode. Until next time, enjoy yourself and remember when you can talk with the animals. Thank you for listening to Talking with the Animals. To learn more about Caroline and the services she provides, visit caroline-pope.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Caroline Pope Animal Communicator, CST, and NES Therapy. Are you ready to change the way you see your world and the animals in it? Well, we know his answer. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.